You're listening to the Movie Group Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Frank Darabont's The Shawshank Redemption. You know trouble. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Yes, I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit or your money. And you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. the mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Is it Frank Darabont's? <laughs> Stephen King's The Shawshank Redemption no, with Frank Darabont's directing? No, baby, because this the... motherfucker directed the fuck out of this movie. Yes, he fucking oh, did. Oh, my God. And Best made-for-TV movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is way whoa. beyond a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about made-for-TV movie, let's talk, talk about, about the... Stand By Me. Stand By Me. Stand By Me. Oh, I'm so glad I missed that one. <laughs> you guys were fucking railed on that. <laughs> Brian's like, I fuck it. And you, both of you guys are like, I fucking hate the way it was shot. Yeah, man. I hate the fucking acting. Why the fuck did you break the 180 over here? There's no fucking motion in this. I'm like, damn, you guys tore that director and you asshole. Holy shit. No, I no mean, not like, as much as Pet Cemetery. I was like, this bitch fucking, I was like, she I, fucking, was she, how many How many episodes dude, of Full House did she direct? I know, like, I know. I, I, dude, I was actually listening to that in the shower. I fucking cracked up and I was like here goes all our fucking awesome co-directors and Come friends on, that are women that are gonna be like you guys are assholes and she didn't Thanks. suck because she was a woman she sucked because she was a bad director at the time she had directed the, music videos she, she's, she still is a bad director but yeah <laughs> it's all good I don't she, know apparently I mean, she can do TV Pet Cemetery too guys come on dude I, I fucking hated it so much he was, <laughs> he was on set with me when I told him that <laughs> I, I think I said like 15 words it was like this sucked so much I fucking hated everything about it's, it. The and editing I, sucked I, and everything sucked. Was that right? Oh I told goodness. you that why yeah. he didn't like any of the dude, acting or any of that. Cemetery. You oh are insane, man. Dude, hated it. Dude, okay. I'll just give you one scene. The little did, girl, you the, the, did you see the, the, the 1989 the, version? I did. You it's, can't but, compare it's, it, though. Yeah, you can't compare it, man. It's fucking oranges and apples. I know, but you're talking about the acting sucked in the new one, and you saw the old one. Dude, I'm just saying, for a studio fucking film, for that little girl to go up to John Lithgow's house to knock on the door... And you can tell the fucking ADR, and it's like, girl, the camera is like 30 fucking feet away from you. Why the fuck do you sound like you're right next to it? It's a studio film. Come on. You guys got to learn how to pan that shit better. 
I mean, like dumb shit like that. Wow, dude, it, was it was awful, man. Wow. It's forced it force perspective, it's forced, man, bro. Which just fucking. Uh, I love the sound of that movie. I thought the sound was great. <sighs> All right, so on to Shawshank Redemption. All right, okay. Well, before we get there. We are your host. <laughs> Little late in for introductions. I'm Brian Elkins. This is Waheed Alkalazme. Hello, I am back again. And this is Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? And tonight, well. our lowest uh, listened to and ranked uh, podcast, because Waheed is back and no. he talks too much. No, man, this no, is a uh, continuation one. of Stephen King month here. I know, I know. You guys have been doing a great job, by the way, Thank you. the past Thank few you. months. Kind of jealous, man. I missed out on Old Boy. I missed out on a lot of good stuff that you guys have done. Oh yeah, well that was that was last year. That was a while ago. <sighs> was Old right? Boy? Old Boy? What, oh, I mean, no, like, was that this year? Yeah, man. Come on, bro. Yeah, man. Wasn't this that was time to wake ago. up, Brian. Yeah, it was <laughs> February, man. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. We didn't do that. We were supposed to do it in foreign yeah, film. Right. Right. That's why. Okay. Okay. I, I thought okay. you were I'm like, uh, like damn, having, Brian, like a stroke or something. You're forgetting yeah. time. You know, dude. You are getting this, old. This last week has been hell on earth. Okay, it just kind of all runs together. Yeah. Last four days has seemed like one. Um, um, before we jump in, uh, can we do our vomit story? Oh yeah, we should. We got a uh, a great vomit vomit story. Oh, why well, he had a couple? Why well, he had a couple episodes ago? Well, what, oh, I know which it? fucking episode you're talking oh, about. Oh, was it Stand by Me? Yeah, it was. And I you were so. talking about you fucking throwing up, and then yeah. all these other people throwing up. So I was and... wondering, do you have an embarrassing vomit story? I don't. Bull. Shit! I don't. You don't. You don't get to your age and never I, have vomited. I am a classy broad. I don't. <laughs> and if I had it, I would not tell. Actually, my only embarrassing one is this: my ex girlfriend always liked going to this one restaurant here in town. Right. I don't know why. I fucking hated that place. I know they got all their meat from Cisco, which is not fucking good meat. <laughs> it's not grass fed. I tell you that. I know that, right? <laughs> and so I'm sitting here, and I'm, I, I wish. I that's the only time I wished I was a fucking vegan. And, you know, I was, you know, at the time. So I'm like, all right, cool. You want to go there? We'll go there. And we went to see a film. I can't even remember what film it was afterwards. But so we ate at that restaurant halfway through the film. I just go in the theater, in the theater. And I'm like, I'll be back. (laughs) But I didn't even say it. I just I think I slapped her shoulder really hard that she understood. She's like, oh, you've got a shit. (laughs) And I ran to the bathroom holding my mouth like with both hands. And before I even could to the, get to the stall, it just projectile oh. everywhere. Yeah, I, and then at the same time, uh, this poor seventeen-year-old kid that was the usher <laughs> walks in, and he, he could tell it in his face. He's like, not in his face. I think he just said, "Oh fuck," <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but I, I, I never ever carry cash and at that time I had like maybe a hundred bucks in my pocket I just gave it to him I was you like, tipped dude. the guy <laughs> I, know. I was like dude I am so fucking sorry man like I don't know how Shit. to explain to you like it was just a bad fucking you know so that's the oh, only man. time as I walked by I'd have been like job security bro <laughs> 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 like fucking Gary Oldman from fucking the fifth element over here I know right <laughs> fucking Jared, hell. Jared's like just, hey, look at this just throwing the glass <laughs> under the table watching it shatter see all this destruction I'm Green jobs, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm uh, good for the economy. Oh my god, dude! Hell, my brother in Dubai. Uh, I was with him uh, like a few years back. We we're riding through, and he takes his entire fuck mug, like fucking mug of coffee and like pack of empty cigarettes, and throws them out the fucking window. I'm like, dude, don't fucking litter. Oh, what the man. fuck? Yeah. And he goes, listen, bro, if I don't do that, 
all the immigrants here, <laughs> they would not have any jobs. And I'm like, those holy shit. Getting back to the earth, prisoners, man. What are you talking about, dude? The municipality of Dubai pays that shit. Dude, they, janitors there make $60,000 a year, bro. I was just trying to, trying to get we're, in the wrong, yeah, we're in the wrong, wrong job. We're in the wrong. Well, I mean, but it's it's really the equivalent of like ten thousand over here. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> it's it's really still I mean, like so yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's my only. Honey, in, in, crew still in, makes more. But that's my only embarrassing vomit story that I've one. ever had in public. The rest are all private. Involves Jaeger shots and stuff, but they're usually well, at we've home. all got that one. Yeah, but they're at home. So. You're like hugging the hugging the toilet, and it's cold, and you're like, I don't care about this piss. It feels amazing on my cheeks. Yeah. Actually, well, yeah. we do have Tin Man's vomit story. The British Tin Man. That's right. Uh, and he's one of the hosts from Splattered Plastic. Splattered Plastic. It's, a, it's a, like a horror soundtrack vinyl awesome. YouTube review show. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I need to listen to that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I think they got an alien Aliens episode. It may already be out uh, by the time this episode's released, Ooh. but I think it's coming. I, I'm, I'm excited for that Damn. one. So, okay. Anyway, without further ado, here's Tin Man's vomit story. Hey fellas, Tim Man here. I've got an amazing vomit story that I need to share with you. I can't put it in a message. It, it just you need to hear it. Okay, so a few years ago, I got to go see the band Suicidal Tendencies. A friend of mine was working on the press and he said, I can get you in for free. I'm like, yes, yes, please. So he comes to me and he goes, right, here's tickets. I love his accent. Now you've got to be on your best behavior. I said, why? He goes, there's a free bar. I was like, oh yeah. Yes, amazing. So me and my friend go, and of course, well, it's free drink, so we're on the beer, and we're drinking the beers, and then then my friend, she decides, oh, look, we'll have some whiskey. I don't drink whiskey. I don't do spirits whatsoever. So I'm like, yeah, I go know on where then. this is going to go. And literally, <laughs> I'm having it like, and of course, it's, it's Jack and Coke, yeah? And it's more Coke, sorry, I think it's more Coke than whiskey. It's not, it's the way around, so, oh, so I'm down in it. Man, I was absolutely wasted absolutely wasted so don't remember most of the band come the next morning she's got to go to work amazingly and she's as bad as me and she goes look what do you want to do do you want to stay stay here bear in mind it's mother's day so i'm like oh, I've got i'll come with you in the car and you can just drop me off we get in the car and we're driving along and her friend's driving so i don't even know this girl so friend's driving right and then I can be like, oh, my God, this, this, this car's bumpy. It's going up and down. I don't like this. I don't like this. This is not good. So next thing I go, and I, I puke, right? But I'm like, I can't do this to this poor girl. So I hold it in my mouth. And it's disgusting. I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? I'm in a two-seater car. There's no windows, Okay. I can't tell him to pull over because my mouth is full of sick. So I have to do the worst thing ever. Oh, I swallow it back down. And oh, my God, it was disgusting. And because I did that, it made me go again. And I'm like, oh, my God. And this time, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. I have to. I swallow it down again. And this time, it starts burning. It is disgusting. And I'm like, oh. My God, I don't even get chance to say, can you pull over? And I, I do it again. But because it's come with such ferocity this time, I put my hand over my mouth, and a little bit dribbles and pops out between my fingers and lands on, the, on my pants so I can smell it. And I'm like, oh. And I, I literally, 
I swallow it down one more time. I can't believe I've ever done that. So then I literally say, can you... Can, I, can you let me out? Can you pull, pull, pull over and let me out? And they do let me out. And I'm like, okay, bye, bye. I don't, even, I don't even look at them. They drive off and I must have puked all that in someone's bush in their, in their garden. Oh, I, must I have, love puking in someone's bush. Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember just puking all the way home so you could file a trail. You could find me, you know what I mean, to, to my house. <laughs> Regurgitated. I was, in a, I was in bed for three days. And I think I had alcohol poisoning. But, man, I've never drunk whiskey ever since. But... Yeah, swallowing vomit. Oh my god, it is. It, it's not. For, no, if you can, don't. Yeah. So yeah, I had to tell you because it's just satanic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nice one, fellas. Tim man out. Uh, it's, man, satanic. Why, it's satanic. It is satanic. Why, why can't we not have cool accents like that? Oh, Fuck. just just the way he uses words too, man. Yeah. Uh, satanic. Mouthful of sick, bro. Oh. <clears throat> Jesus. I don't know if I've ever swallowed my vomit three times. I've totally tried to hold it back, but like take yeah. taking it back, yeah, it's pretty dude, hardcore. My brother had a, I always had this great story of this uh, this frat guy hanging around this <laughs> bunch of chicks, and he just totally lo- lost it and vomited <laughs> in his mouth and swallowed it back. And my brother was just oh my God. absolutely amazed by this that's, guy. That's like, a champ right there. Well, man. Look at that. Uh, uh, I saw what you did, but yeah. <laughs> he loves the women so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, can you imagine how that fucking breath smelled afterwards? Oh, man. Oh, God, shit. That's why I have mints all the time. As he's running away, she's like, what? No kiss. <laughs> oh, no kiss, love. Come back. <laughs> Three times, though. That's, that's, that's a commitment right there. Uh, hey, man, that, that, he's a gentleman. Yeah. I mean, dude. like, he's really holding it back. And, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, dude, whatever. That's why I have, like, mints on my crafty. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> I always have mints man, and you gum, never man. Know. Well, you're up in people's dude. faces all the time, yeah. you know, so, I mean, you never know, man. You don't want to smell like onions. Yeah, especially when you have, like, really... <laughs> Awesome looking clients and stuff, and doctors, and you're like, hmm. oh, this woman could take yeah. care of me. Mm-hmm. I need a sugar mama. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you, Tin Man, for that. Uh, yes, it was a great should, story. Tin Man, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Holy shit, man! I feel I feel special, man. Like, you know, <laughs> it got people from. From the, all over the world. That's right. We're, yeah. getting, we're getting international vomit yeah. stories now. Yeah. Not really what I set to do, yeah. uh, set out to do yeah. with the podcast, but yeah. you know, you can just kind of go you, with the roll. If exactly. you have a vomit story, <laughs> drop us a, <laughs> drop us an email at themoviecrew at gmail.com. The with an extra E, right? <laughs> extra E. That's Hashtag right. extra, extra E. e. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and then Shawshank Redemption. All right. Okay. Yes. I guess right, we back should. To Stephen King. Yeah. Finally get there. Uh, Stephen oh, King, yeah. Did you read the novella? I did. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption? Yes. Oh, Me right. too, actually. Um, it was assigned to us in sixth grade in Jordan when I was in elementary really? school. This and was we assigned? Talk- like, and we- this is best movie in the world. You need no, to read we didn't read have book. those accents. You fucking <laughs> yeah, those are like Indian <laughs> accents, all right? We had, we had British accents just Your like this guy. Uh, yeah. No, no, man. Dude, we were colonized by the Brits for so long that when I came here, I was like, hello, mommy, would you like to give me a little hummus with my little... Really? You know, yes. That's oh, amazing. No, we had like very, very heavy, thick British accents. So yeah, I came here going, hello, mate. And everyone's like, what's up, mate? What the fuck you say to me? <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, shit, wrong country. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, man. Uh, yeah, it was in, in, most of the world is more advanced education-wise in high school, middle school than America. So that I was assigned to us. I don't know grade. if I would go with assigning somebody to read Stephen King as being more advanced. 
You know, like, it, I don't know about you, but I was reading uh, F. Is. Scott Fitzgerald. We read that in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> we graduated to Stephen King in sixth grade. Mm, no, wait, wait, uh, what? Uh, I like this school. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was called The United. That was the name of the school. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, I fucking love it. That's actually one of the very few um, films that were books that I've read that we've done podcasts about. Really? A couple of the other ones I'm like, nah. I, re- I read a script every day. Don't get me wrong. I just don't read as many books as I used to. Just my, my job sucks. I was super so. surprised how close it was to the movie. I'm talking about like almost like e- even like dialogue. Why like- do you think he gave it to him for a fucking dollar, man? <laughs> he was like, hey. Oh, he gave it to him for a dollar. Yeah, he likes no. Dude, no he, the he, short film was a dollar baby. Uh, yeah. Frank Darabont originally did a, a short film called uh, "Woman in the Room," yeah. I believe is what it was, mm-hmm. and it was one of those dollar babies. Yeah, Stephen King back in the day would just any filmmaker still he still has it. He still has that it, program. Yeah, does he? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he stopped it um, a couple of years ago. Oh, really? I thought it was still going. At least it's like ran an article about it. Like oh, two really? Years, well, it was two years ago though, so yeah, it could have stopped. But yeah. But um. Anyway, yeah, he would just he'd give filmmakers the options to make one of his short stories for a buck. Yeah, and I forget what, what the, a deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> it had the rights for. A I was just thinking about. It, I was like, what yeah, a fucking yeah, and deal. You had to be like a student. Yeah, there was criteria. You could, you could yeah. make money off of it or anything like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Although they did release uh, Darabonts. They, they they they. I forget what the other short story was. I think it was um the Boogeyman. And they put that together in like a little anthology movie and released that like a couple of years later. It was later. called Halloween. Yeah. No, I forget what it was called. It was like the Night Shift <laughs> collection or something like that. But, I, I, but okay, to, to, okay, so tell me the story behind how Frank Durpont licensed this one from him, though, or like optioned it. Because I know it was really low, too. Yeah, it was like, I think he gave him like a, some deal of, it was like $5,000. $5,000. Okay, so it's still is fucking then, low. It's cheap. Well, Stephen King gave him the check back. Yeah. Really? So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it got like, like points. <laughs> I forget what it was, but he wrote some like uh, funny note on it, like you yeah. know, in case of emergency, break glass, and he framed the check yeah. and sent it back to Darabont. That's fucking awesome, man! Wow, what a fucking champ, dude! I'll take that five grand. I know, plus interest. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, he is getting paid royalties off of that shit. I'll tell you oh, what, no doubt. all these fuckers have made so much money off syndication, dude. When I was at Fox, every time that fucking film played. We paid $100,000. You know no how many shit. times that fucking film played per All year on Fox? And then FX. And then... What, Shawshank? I remember TNT playing the Dude, shit out time. of some And this is like Shawshank. one of those movies when it comes on, you just, don't matter where yeah. it is, you just sit down and keep watching it. Yep. Yeah. And then... Fucking Morgan Freeman's goddamn sultry voice. I know, man. Is this, is this the first, like, Morgan Freeman, like, narration? No. Like, Driving Miss Daisy had voiceovers in it. Okay. That nice lady synagogue bro, burned down or whatever the fuck it is while he's driving her and he's like, you know, I don't know I if it was babe. as quintessential as this, well, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah Andy Dufresne, Carl I, I, I shit. I can't really think of too many uh, leading roles Morgan Freeman had before this. I remember Lean On Me. Mm-hmm. He had the lead in that. that was good. Yep. But most of it was supporting stuff. like. Uh, well, he's supporting in this one, too. Unforgiven. And, and, and Dufresne is the, the main on this. No. I you, was, don't, you don't agree? No. Okay. I, I mean... Morgan Freeman was nominated for Best Actor, and I think he deserved that. I don't think you I, I, give supporting actor to him. I mean, it's it's his movie. Even in the book, it, he, 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 he's the narrator of, yeah. of the whole thing. Even in the book, he's like, you put yourself as a uh, as a secondary character in your own story. And he's like, I don't see it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. 
he and is I, great, man. He is fucking fantastic. And I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the you know Christ imagery that people read into and the symbolism in mm-hmm. the film. You know, I don't think. Well, Frank Darabont's come out and said that's not what he intended. Yeah, I don't see that. Where's where's that? But I think people. Well, I mean, just oh, he's being like the like in the opening it, shot yeah. where he's raising his hands in a very like crucifixic pose. Like Andy Dufresne is a very Christ-like. Um, you know, figure coming to this prison. It's called the Shawshank Redemption. He's Jesus Christ re- redeeming the wrong. Yeah, yeah. At you know. Shawshank. So that's what they're kind of going for. Frank Darabont said that that's not really what he what he was intending. He loves that people you know found that message there, but it was more of a to him it was more of a mythical story. Right. I don't know. It's somewhere between reality and myth, and that's what he was trying to portray in the film. And I, yeah, I can see why people get mixed up and. Attack on the religious, especially with the religious overtones in the movie. It is. It is. A, Warren, it's um, a very redeeming film for someone that's been wronged so much in their lives. So I can totally see that. You know, yeah. there is a lot of redemption in this film, and it sucks that it's in the title because we were. <laughs> but it's like no man, like this is a very you know unlike fucking Crash. This is actually a redeeming film. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> 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 politics. Yeah, and it's uh, what is it? Uh, in different seasons, it's uh, spring, right? Hope springs eternal. Uh-huh. Isn't that what it is? You're looking at me like I got nothing for you, bro. I don't know. I don't know. a one liner in there. No, I think he's talking about the book, uh, the, uh, the, yeah. the different seasons. So I, I didn't realize that each story. It makes sense to me now that each story is a season. Yeah. Okay. See, Stand right. by Me is the Fall of Innocence. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I get, I get what you're putting down. And I forget what uh, I forget what at poop. At pupil, at pupil, at pupil, at pupil. <laughs> it's the one after this one. So, what would that be? <laughs> That's the uh, what is that? Autumn. It's the summer of summer destruction or something like that. I forget. Yeah. Is what at pupil is, and then the library's winner, the mm. librarian or whatever that's called. Uh, uh. Shank Redemption is having its 25th anniversary though, and it, uh, Turner Classics mo- movies will be re-releasing it in theaters. I, I bet they will. September 22nd They're and make uh, some 25th this year. What's the aspect ratio this was shot in? Uh, it's 185, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it is 285? Is it 185? For some reason in my head, I was like, um, this has to be I don't know, man. It's Roger Deakins. No, it's 185. It's 185. Interesting. Yeah. I wish they would have went the, the whole way with it. Why? It works it's more for cinematic. Dude, this is a very cinematic. This movie, oh, this movie shot amazingly. Like, I, I it actually really think is. it would have taken away a little bit from. You mm-hmm. think so? Yeah. I, I think the I format. Know, I know, Brian. I know what you're saying, man. Because like, <laughs> okay, because Deacons does this great thing. Him and Frank Darabont, they do this great thing where they they go from wide shots, mm-hmm. and then they'll give you these claustrophobic tight shots, and most yeah. scenes are really really tight. Yeah. Yep. And even when you get like full shots from actors, they're blocked in a way in that in that like in the yard where they're like close enough. Yeah. yeah and people are like crowding the yeah. frame. They're yeah. walking in front of your characters. It's all claustrophobic. And they're yeah. It's it's all well, it's all clustered in like small little like fucking. But there's, there's they will open them up. The frame on you. They're like huge opened up wide shots in the movie. Yeah. And I do know what you mean. Like that helicopter introduction oh shot. Yeah. yeah. Of the prison that would yeah. look great in two three five. Just imagine that crane shot where Andy Dufresne's uh, screaming to the heavens that he's free. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Roger you know, Deakins yeah. ripped off himself for another movie. Hey man, from all th- that shot. but yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit. This one's more yeah, iconic. Yeah, it it like great. stands out yeah, more than in anyone's mind. Um, but uh, didn't win the Oscar for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> there's a uh, there, but there's a bunch of repetition in, uh, as far as shots in this movie. I think that like kind of like builds into the 
you know, the, the monotony of being in jail, the same shit over mm-hmm. and over and over again. They, they do the same framings and they have these like every time Red goes in for his like little parole hearing, it starts on the same close up of, of the of the you know, you're in black with the little square door and it it dollies back and he, he comes in and then they flip, her, you know, and then they turn around to his POV and then. You know, as he hey, steps and then there's the board. Yeah, there's like the board. Yeah. And they get revealed with the door. It yeah. does it the same way every single time. You get the shot of the stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, rejected, you know, there's this like, approved. This, like <laughs> monotony of shots of things that just keep repeating and repeating and repeating. Man, I, I it's great put filmmaking, you in the man. Oh, my God, dude. It's, it's great fucking filmmaking. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great. The, I love the, the last, his last interview, the last parole hearing he has. There's yeah. a woman. Now that's actually in the yeah, board. Yeah. She's the one that like approved. <laughs> Frank Darabont was like, uh, he said on the uh, audio commentary, which if you haven't heard, this is one of the best audio commentaries oh, really? I have ever fucking heard in my life. And he's just riding solo on it. Every second he is talking constantly. The the man is just full of so much great information. But one of the things was uh, fucking scene where we talk. Oh, one of the things he was saying about passage of time was in that parole scene. He's like, oh, yeah, look, I added a woman. That's how you know. Things have changed. Things are getting more progressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I made everybody, like in the, the first two parole hearings, they're old men. They yeah. have some all, young all, guys. All the white men saying, with yeah. like gray hair. Well, like yeah. Red even like points it out. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, you, uh, so a young man like you can wear a suit and have a job. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Fuck it. That's actually pretty good fucking Morgan Freeman voice right there, man. That's you, good. Yeah, I voice talent. You, you half black, Jared, or are you just Irish? Uh, just, just Irish. Oh. Okay. Black Irish. <laughs> That's why they call me red. He's like, why do they call you red? Maybe because I'm Irish. Irish. Uh, <laughs> fucking love this movie, man. I'm actually, I'm glad I'm staying awake for this one. I love this fucking movie. No, man, this movie is one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. Same here, man. I've probably seen this movie, I don't know, more than most. And you guys actually seen it in yep. theaters, or is this one of those no, uh, no. you've seen it on TV? Just this like this was me, an man. HBO TNT. I've, I've mm. seen it in theaters, USA. but not when it was released. released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen re-releases of it. In I've theater. seen this in four by three more than I have one eight five. Oh my god, what was what was <laughs> yeah, your probably rea- me too? Yeah. What, what was your reaction the first time you saw it when it was not pan and scan four three? I don't know if it was this this viewing uh, because I, I was actually uh, I went to uh, Amazon to watch it. Because if you're on Amazon Prime right now, you can watch it for free. Yeah, and uh, and it was like 16 by nine, and I was like, oh, did they blow this up? <laughs> I was Dude. like, are they ruining this movie for me? Man, for, for, first off, we're talking about no, we're talking about claustrophobic shit. Yeah. All right. So, do you know that scene where? That little creepy dude that actually killed the wife and the lover. Oh, I love that. And that okay, so dude, that we're talking about how claustrophobic. Oh, yeah, man. we're talking about how claustrophobic teeth. shit is. Yes. With the four by three, because it is fucking punched in and it's pan and scan. Yeah, it's e- that whole film is even more claustrophobic, and that scene always oh, no fucking way. freaked yeah. me out. See that? So I I remember the first time I I bought the Blu-ray for it like years back, right? Like not two thousand nine, whatever it is, and I watched it. I'm like, I am not as emotionally invested in that scene anymore. <laughs> Like, this scene doesn't scare me anymore. It's just a guy with a fucking buck tooth, but there's all the shit on the right and left from him. Right. So it's a, it's completely, like, it's crazy because this is a film that bombed in the box office and it made an, uh, all its money and it became a big hit and on TV. Most of everyone is used to watching it, you know, fucking pan and scan, four by three. And, right. like, the first time you watch it, 16 by nine, you're like... Holy shit! There's a lot more space into this film than I realized before. That's true, and like it gives you a different perspective and feel to it than the first time you watched it. You know, right? And actually, that scene's lit really interesting. Like uh, most of the most of the scenes in this movie, even like yeah. when they go into the hole, 
Like the, they, they, they describe the hole as being like this dark place. But for some reason, there's this weird light in there. Like when the, when the warden leans down, there's a light coming from somewhere in there that's oh, lighting yeah, his face. Windows. Yeah, I yeah. know, but not behind him. It's coming from behind. You know, it's coming well, you from, know, like, they, they, from like Andy's way. Yeah. But they, they, uh, anyways, they, they, yeah. Know. But I'm saying like, but in that flashback sequence, that's it's bouncing, it's, bro. It's bouncing off that black wall in right, there, Jared. Yeah. It's getting that yeah. nice catch light in his eye, too, Damn right? straight mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> <laughs> you should hey, see Jared, the way this reflection's working you got to make shit look pretty, all right? It's not about realism. That's what I'm saying. Bitch. Here I'm like like they they, they go through everything and and they, uh, they they make sure everything's really pretty. But in that flash, in that kind of like possibly fake dream sequence, mm-hmm. it's only lit with the light coming through the window. Like dude's like in super like contrasty shadow, and I love the fuck at it and, out of it. And as it kind of goes, it kind of pulls in a little tighter and kind of wraps around him a little bit and ends in a tighter shot of him and his creepy teeth. Man, and he's like yeah. kind of like laughing. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I they killed those on, on that fucking schmuck. Yeah. That guy is scary, dude. Oh, dude, it's uh, great. It's fucking great. So it, it's great, but it's... It's kind of... It's, 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 it's like so over the top. And most of this movie feels a little grounded, but that's so over the top because it may not be true. So yeah. it's like this heightened vision of what this could mm-hmm. be. Which I feel is like this so whole movie's a little... It's, it's a little bigger than life. Well, yeah, it is bigger than life, and that's you know the point I mean? of it's, it. It's a, it's a story that someone's telling, and, the, yeah. and it, yeah. it even shows at the end when they're after Andy's escaped, and they're all sitting around... Spoiler alert. Oh, fuck, bro. <laughs> you you should know. You should have already seen this movie twelve times. Nineteen ninety four. After Andy escapes, everybody's sitting in, in the mess hall, and and they're all like telling stories, like you know, well, I, I remember the time when this happened, and and this happened. So he's already become a legend. So yeah. it's kind of like we're telling the legend story. I remember the time the sister tried to fuck Andy while he was doing laundry, <laughs> and two things never happened again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like uh, it's just like in uh, Braveheart where uh, William Wallace shows up and he's like, "You're not William Wallace." He's like, "I am William Wallace." He's like, "William Wallace is nine feet tall," and he said, "Yeah," and he blows lightning bolts out his arse. <laughs> uh, oh, separate the man from the myth. I know, exactly, right? man. What? But like, okay, so you know, just just wise. What's what's your take on? Well, I'm not saying give me fucking ranking or anything like that. First time you That's saw later. it. Yeah, of course. First time you saw this, what did you think? You ever have, uh, like when you were a kid, not, it doesn't happen to me much anymore, that when you were so into it that when the movie's over, you're like, fuck, there's no more? I was just about to say the same thing. That first time I watched it, it's I'm like, like I love this so much. Give me like four more hours? I don't know what yeah, the fuck happened. Did they exactly. get on the boat? Did they actually fucking open up that hotel? Did they ferry fucking people around? I think I think you know what we could do is we, we could get Tim Robbins... And uh, and Morgan Freeman now, and and we should make a, like them. That'd be great. And they'll they'll name their hotel the Shawshank. The and we'll sh- call yeah, it yeah. the Shawshank Party. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's them, like you know, them at their hotel, bro. No, but they, but they, you know, it, you know, they, they get on their they, boat. Maybe they, their they get so big or whatever. It's like Gil- Gilligan's Island, <laughs> and 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 you get Hadley, the, the 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 guard or whatever. He he comes after him, like like you know, it's like a thing where he's coming down to like fucking Bo- bust Damn. it open. Yeah, that's fucking dude. Get, get Frank Darabont on that fucking and boat. Then, all and, of these people and, are still and, alive, and, by the way. And then you get Susan Sarandon, and then you turn into Phil Noir, and then you get Susan Sarandon in the beginning, you know, coming into Hadley. Oh, and then we can make it a shared universe with yeah. Dead Man Walking. Oh my there God, you go. Dude. Holy shit. Right? Hey, Frank Darepot, uh, we'll give you this for $5,000. We'll give you the check back and we'll frame it. We'll just get, we'll just, we'll get uh, shared, uh, you know, somehow we'll get Orange is the New Black involved yeah. in yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Look, here we go. Shared yeah. universe I'm, of I'm prison. Take it to Netflix. It, Come on, Frank Darepot. If they did a, if they did a, like a, you know, 
how many it's, if they did 25 years later with those guys fuck like, yeah like, man like, it'd be I'm amazing telling you that yeah. would be fucking phenomenal dude I would pay so much money to see that shit <laughs> No, I don't. I don't want a sequel to this story. Man. I want to fucking I'm like. Good. Oh come on, man! I want no, to see, good, dude. dude. I did not want that film to end whatsoever, man. Dude, every fucking frame of this fucking film, every part of it, man, just from the beginning of him in the car with the whiskey and opening the glove fucking oh, and apartment. It's misdirecting and, you the whole time because you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, like he's coming to the fucking jail, and you see this thing, and it's epic, and it looks great because you know we built shit that looked pretty back then, even the prisons. <laughs> And you like you meet Red, and you meet all these characters, and they're all full of life. Brooks with the fucking little crow makes you fucking cry because oh my you're like, God. fuck. There's so many amazing like Dude. like like voiceover moments in this movie where where like things happen, and uh, like Brooks is okay. So in the book, that didn't happen, right? Brooks didn't go no, hang himself yeah, and all that. No. So what they did he's, was they, he's a paragraph I know. or like two sentences mentioned. But I love what the they did because they set up his story and they took Red's. Dialogue, Red's monologue at the end of the book and gave it to Brooks, kind of. Yeah. And he did, you know, the, the whole world's gone up and got itself in a hurry and, and all that shit. And he, and he goes and he tells about like working at the, at the, uh, at the at store the, at the and store. asking to go to fucking and, have yeah, a yeah, restaurant so, break. And but, all, so, yeah. so you mirror that with Brooks to give us the motion. So by the time we get to Red coming out, we already know how we're going to feel. He's in the same yeah, place. Yeah. Like, kind of like this like yourself, perpetual please. cycle. Yeah. Which shows everything again. They put everybody through the same shit. Well, it's nice because when he finally gets into that apartment and he's like free and it's the, the it's Brooks the same was place. here. Yeah. Oh, and dude. It's, it's like, ooh, so that's red. weird. Oh, right. dude, no. Yep. Dude, that, that, that whole thing where Brooks like hangs himself, dude. Like, there's some really like yeah, I think I cry worthy m- yeah. moments in this movie. James Whitmore, a tremendous actor from oh. them. Mm-hmm. Man. Hollywood legend, bro. Oh, yeah. He's so good in this, man. Man, great fucking cast and great crew. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. This no, is, like, is... all the, all the... Everything yeah, that's in this. All, every single performance is perfect. Yeah. Like, every, everyone did a fantastic job. What? I really liked uh, William Sattler. Who's that? Uh, he's... <laughs> he's the sisters. Oh, I was just no, thinking about... He's no, he's not he's the sisters. Not no, he's the, um... What? Is, is he the guy who's like, he's like play, play some Hank Williams. Yeah, he's the next Hank Williams would, would it kill you to get some good music? Yeah, yeah. Like some Hank he's Williams. Like, he's like, what's this? What's this? I didn't get a chance to take requests. <laughs> the, the guy's name is Dumbass. He's like, no, it's Dumas. Dumas. <laughs> You'd like that book. It's about a prison escape. He's like, really? <laughs> we should put that under educational. <laughs> Dude, there's fucking great one-liners no, in this man. film. Oh, it's, no, the script is brilliant. Fire. It's Dude, written it's amazingly well, great. and like, and, and I even like how, like, if you listen to the book, it, it like it really like opens up and has all this like uh, more information, like like a book does, right? But like, but the but the way they lay things out in the movie, like the editing and like the pacing, the where they put mm-hmm. the scenes, it. it I don't know. It unfolds so well. Like, and, it, and, and it, they, it they do does. this thing to make you think that that Andy is going to kill himself, which is super amazing. Oh, yeah. at the very end, after oh my they, god, they, they, like, you know, they th- robbed away his, uh, well, well, you know, his his intellectual thought by putting him in that, that hole for, hole so for long. two months. Yeah. Putting him in there for two months, and then they kill the they kill the kid, which doesn't happen in the book. He gets transferred. Yeah. Um. So he gets. Uh. And so he, he basically they make you think. That he's just completely like he's he given up, bottom, yeah. and then he asks for a six foot rope, and then, then yeah. they're all like, "Oh my god, dude!" And that whole build up to that is yeah. so fucking amazing. He's like, "You better get busy living or get busy dying." Get busy living, get busy dying. Fucking hell, man! They're, they're god so damn right. But you know, they they did such a great <laughs> job of like building. I, I don't know why I have this affinity for movies that take a character um, that like. Basically, he comes from nothing when he comes to the prison, right? He right. has no connections. He has no backbone. He has absolutely zero anything to go forward. 
and then they build them, right? Right. And so, like, I have this thing where I'm like, fuck, I love that shit, you know, where you see someone come from nothing, they're building something. Even right. if it is in prison, but they do such a good job where it's like, all right, well, this guy is not really street smart. Right. He's just book smart. He got accused of killing his wife. He's obviously fucking lost his fucking mind by the time he came to prison. He just doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. Right. But he holds out long enough to where then he starts winning the affection of people. And then you got shit like, you know, uh, the, the the biggest moment, I guess, that turns him around in his prison career is being on the rooftop when it's really fucking hot. They're tarring it up. Right. And he's overhearing the... Uh, the the guards talking about you know uh, you know my wife's daddy fucking died or whatever it is and she got some inheritance and we you know and everyone's like yeah that's fucking great and he's like no nah, I'm gonna pay I'm gonna get fucked paying taxes on this <laughs> and he's like oh shit right. I can bring some of my like book smarts into this and then you can see him go from that into like becoming prison smart which is like I know how to trade with people I know right. how to, you know. And I, I don't know. I just fucking love that part, man. And they captured it so well in his just his transition. Man, the main criticism I've seen from this movie is that Andy Dufresne's character is a fucking Mary Sue. What's, like, what's really? a Mary Sue? For real? Um, yes, uh, Brian. Susan. <laughs> okay. uh, a, Mary, a Mary Sue is... Uh, it's usually... It's been given to, like, Rey of Star Wars. It's a uh, female character that can do no wrong. Oh, I see. Yeah. That is perfect. It's, uh, you know, she can't make a mistake. Um, and that's always existed for men characters, too, but right. I don't know why we never gave them a name for it. <laughs> like, fucking Schwarzenegger can't do fucking wrong in his films. Right. Yeah, like, but, bam. You know, he's, mm. he's fucking... You know, like, what the fuck did uh, yeah. Humphrey Bogart ever do wrong in a movie? But but they handled... But wait, the, they, they did, he did a lot wrong in this film, though. I don't know what you're talking about. As a character. No, no. Andy Dufresne makes no mistakes. What are you talking about? He does. Okay, so he goes in the hole twice because he made mistakes, right? Because... He puts on uh, fucking Major Figaro, and you know that's not a mistake. That's a choice. Yeah, he's he like, made he's that like, choice. He's like, Fuck y'all. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not a mistake. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. I I'd like... I don't pres- I don't prescribe to this logic now. Okay. I just want to say. Oh, like, you're just pointing out it, that, that doesn't that. bother me in the movie at all. Yeah. But I, I think I that they I think they handled his like plan, his overall plan, a lot better in the movie. Like in the book, he apparently I think he had some like money. And he, yeah, and he, he had, had a lawyer, stock, on, a the lawyer on, the, on the outside who kind of like invested his money for him over the past uh, 20, uh, 30, uh, 37 years. No, 27 years. Well, it makes more sense because it's simpler. Right. Yeah. But but the the way that they do it in the movie where, you know, he, 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 oh, God, dude, he, 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 he like takes sets himself. Yeah, he, yeah he, take, he takes all this stuff and he sets himself up this like uh, this identity out there and, and he, he makes them all think, well, that's just going to be the Patsy, the fall guy. But no, he's just fucking setting himself up with all these different accounts, like well, like pulling money on the side, like the building himself up. It's amazing. Okay, in the book, they constantly are, are changing the warden, like every uh, about f- every five yeah. to seven years. I, I love yeah. how they kept the same warden, keeping the same the whole warden. Thing. Yeah, man, makes more sense. Kept yeah, consistency giving you that constant it, yeah. villain. So when you get to that end, you're like, yeah, man, and it's it's the same guy. And, yeah. and you, you wanted know? him to blow his fucking brains out. Damn right. Fucking, and you're like, fuck yes, man. Go ahead and shoot yourself. But I like how Darabont uh, keeps Andy and the warden. They're they're like two sides of the same coin. They're, they're obtuse both... and acute. <laughs> <laughs> Am I obtuse now? Am I obtuse? They have like these uh, very similarities in, in what they do. Like they both right. have like uh, something hanging on the wall mm-hmm. that is hiding their secrets. 
You know, the yep. warden's got his safe with the with the religious uh, framing yeah, uh, that his wife, wife fucking cr- really cr- crocheted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Andy's got all his pictures of women, right, covering his hole, uh, and they both find success at the same time. Like Andy yeah. gets his library going, and the warden starts his uh, money laundering business. Yeah, yeah, you know, cutting down them trees and uh, building them roads. Which oh. is crazy that he's like making almost a million dollars in the course of nineteen years. From taking bribes from people, yeah, yeah, you know, but I mean, it's free labor, bro. You yeah, know? no, no, no. He, he's, yeah, yeah. So like, they, he's like, like, look, you know, it's, you're gonna have to pay all these people out here like a fair wage, but we'll get prisoners to come out here, and you pay me this amount, then uh, you yeah, know, we'll get we'll all this get work done anyway. And it's uh, public works, and, and and you're and you're also making a donation because it's you're allowing nuts. us to work mm-hmm. for you, and you get a tax, di- like a million dollars, dude. Think yeah. about that back in the day, yeah. dude. That's massive money. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Sixties million dollars. I'd, I'd oh, kill that Elvis yeah. looking like kid too, just to. Yeah. Him, you know, like. yeah, man. <laughs> he was. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. you know what? Can we talk about that? They captured the eras that they oh, went dude. through so well. Yeah, they did just with by bringing just, things like, in and, and tiny little, things, yeah, right? Like the Elvis look at fucking kid, yeah. right? It's the hair and it's uh, uh, how we have hipster kids right now rolling up their jeans. Yeah, same shit, right? Like yeah, same that, thing. That, that, putting the pack of cigarettes right here and rolling up your sleeve on it. Right. Man, they captured so many. They like, did that. Yeah, well, with the with the Elvis kid when he came in, when he came he in, did that? yeah, yeah, man, at the shop. Oh man, I those cigarettes it. were like freely traded back then. It's not like you know, it's not 1995 where it became illegal to smoke in. <laughs> no, I just, I just missed it. I would have thought I would have yeah. saw that on his uh, his sleeve. Yeah, yeah, but no, when he when he did the uh, wood shop, uh, but you know, and also, okay, did the only thing that I felt at time. Are you going into going to a new thought? I am. Okay, well, I'll shut up. R- write it down. Write it down. All right, guys, we're going to take a break here. We're going to go to trailer because it is uh, 43 minutes in, guys. Uh, okay. Damn it. We'll be back. Can't stop talking. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard all the evidence. I submit that this was not a hot-blooded crime of passion. Consider this. A revolver holds six bullets, not eight. That means that he fired the gun empty and then stopped to reload. By the power vested in me by the state of Maine, I hereby order you to serve two life sentences back to back, one for each of your victims. So be it. They send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. I believe in two things. Discipline. Help me! In the Bible. Here you'll receive both. Andy came to Shawshank Prison in 1947. Why'd you do it? I didn't, since you asked. <laughs> you can fit right in. I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. He had a quiet way about him. A walk and a talk that just wasn't normal around here. There are places in the world that aren't made out of stone. There's something inside that they can't touch. What are you talking about? Hope. Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Damn it, dude, friend, you're putting me behind. Hope can drive a man insane. You better be sick or dead in there, I kid you not. You better get used to that idea. Oh, my holy God. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Too busy living, you get busy dying. Get busy living, or get busy dying. That's damn right.
right, we're back. That was a trailer for the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Not a bad trailer. That's no. a good trailer. For 1994. Yeah. 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 S- sounds like Howard Shore did the score to that one. <laughs> sounds like we were straight up going to Middle Earth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good old Thomas Newman. Yes. Yeah, man. Is the composer for Shawshank Redemption. Dude, and he closes the last 30 minutes of this movie. You're crying, and you're mm-hmm. crying, and you're crying. <laughs> walking, He's just, and yeah, walking he, that long walk with Morgan Freeman. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Between all those cities and states and the country. There, you know, and, and, and the way that this movie kind of ends, there's like these like moments where they kind of tie up these like yeah. pieces, and it kind of it's kind of like the end of Return of the King, where there's like multiple little ends, and but the book does that to you too. That's true. The book ends, and then it's like it opens itself back up, like oh, some more shits happened. Oh yeah, it does. It actually like wraps up and it it's wraps like, up the entire the book. End. This is the yeah. end, and then it's like, but wait, there's uh, more pages. <laughs> I think the first paragraph is like. I'm not done with my story. I thought I was. <laughs> Let me tell you what I did with those pages. I shoved them up my ass. They all smell like shit. He says that. He says, yes. I, I stuck this book in my ass. <laughs> yeah, everything in the Shawshank Redemption gets shoved up your ass. Like Andy Dufresne uh, shoves like a roll shoved, of $500 he, he bills. Five, which is funny because that's how much he gets. No, is that how much he, is that much he gives him at the end is 500 or is it a thousand? Yeah. No, 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 no. You see, he, no. He he said he said. No, no, I'm sorry, in the, the book, book, he's saying I can't remember if he said it was five twenty fifties. Yeah, that was but, just a thousand, right? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it just yeah. to me, when I read that, I was like, did he just give him the same money he had as in his ass? Yeah, that nineteen forty seven. Amazing. That shit would stick so bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gives, do, you know, uh, do you know where that tree is? He's gay. He's gay for the stay. Oaxaca, Suka <laughs> County, or whatever the fuck it's that dirty is. Dirty money, literally. Uh, Ooh, dirty money. Yeah. Uh, 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 brown man. Um, so like uh, the the sisters, they're fucking oh, hardcore, fucking man. Hell, yeah, I love man. I love the shower sequence when he comes up and he's like, "Anybody get to you yet?" <laughs> and he's like, he's like, kind of just looks at him. He's like, playing hard to get. I like it. I like that. Mm, <laughs> super just fucking so crazy. creepy. Fucking Drake from Aliens. Yeah, and, and, like, and like he, then he gets under he gets under the water and, and his like buddy, his big buddy's like standing next to him. I don't know, man. It's just like they they, Dude, they that, build that, these characters so I fucking know. well. And I'll tell you what, that scene when I saw when I was a kid, I was like, I'm never gonna fucking kill anyone or make any crime. <laughs> Dude, I don't yeah. want to get raped by the fucking sisters. <laughs> oh, I am it, good on that. Oh, in the book they talk about like how how they had raped uh, Red at one point, and he talks about how like you know you you, you drain blood from your ass for because oh, like, like, pe- yeah. people it's like oh it looks like you're on your period. <laughs> Dude, uh, man, that. that uh, uh, my God, there, man. There, there's a lot of fucking raunchy raw stuff for this to be one of those. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. In a way, this is a quote-unquote family film because it plays on TV all the fucking time. This fucking do they film cut anything is, from it? Yeah, they do. It's edited for TV a lot, but um, I think what they cut. I mean, there's uh, not much violence in the movie, no, and even the, the the insinuation of rape and stuff like that gets yeah. cut out. Yeah, I mean, even know, the the, the rape scenes are, are done. Well, I mean, I don't know if he ever actually gets raped in the movie. He does. He does. He, uh, well, you know, well, Red they allude said, to it. Yeah, Red said. Well, no, Red, they don't allude to it. They before Paytum says it's like. Sometimes the sisters got the best of him, and sometimes well, he got the best of the sisters. Well, the last time when he, when when they're in like the the projection booth, he's like, "All right, let's get this over with." He turns around like he's about to take it up the ass, and then he grabs that fucking film can and yeah, just like whacks their ass with, with it. it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it always it yeah. seems like he's always fighting them off. Yeah, yeah, but no, I mean, you know, I mean, Red does say in in, in his narrations like sometimes you know he he was able to fight him off, and sometimes he wasn't, which means. <laughs> 
I'd Every like now to and then, Andy Andy fought Andy the good fight. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes things don't go that way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that shot though but, when uh, they finally corner him. And he's that, got in, that rake in the, in the first, uh, the very first scene. They corner him in like uh, oh, he's talking about laundry, no, no, the laundry yes, in the back yeah, of the laundry yeah. room. And uh, man, I, it's and just he takes, such... that, he takes that 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 that, that sulfur lot, yeah, yeah, and then just or, yeah, I forget no, what it was a washing detergent, right? Yeah. It was like the powdered washing detergent. Yeah, who cares what it is? Uh, but it's this great dolly it's shot. When he's he's finally just getting overpowered by the guys, and the camera just kind of pulls back and leaves, and you just get this nice hallway. Even the way the sound plays out, it drowns out. Yeah, and it's just like guys, we're not we're not going to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I love that man. I thought that was just, it. Makes it worse yeah, than seeing. I kind of don't want to fucking yeah. see someone getting raped on camera, bro. That's kind of creepy. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you know prison but, movies. Uh, you know, but, depends on but, what you're into. We've, right? so we've but, seen some rape on, uh, you know, but camera. sweet revenge. That motherfucker gets his teeth knocked the fuck out, and oh, he gets when pulled beats right his back ass? into the fucking cell. That part where he's like trying to escape the cell, yeah, and he like fucking grab his feet and toss him back in and fuck him the fuck up. Yes, that is a great horror moment. Dude, yeah. Dar- that was Dar- fucking just goes fantastic. <laughs> I was like, Darabont's like, eh, I'm gonna make this TV show one day called The Walking Dead. I'm gonna experiment with the shot. Well, he is a horror veteran because uh, he co-wrote uh, Friday, not Friday the Thirteenth, sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, mm-hmm. Dream nice. Warriors, the Blob remake. <laughs> Both with uh, you know Chuck Russell, and then uh, of course he went on to do uh, his third uh, Stephen King adaptation, The Mist. Ooh, yeah, The Mist was good. Yeah, yeah uh, he's he only made four that. movies now. Well, he's only directed four movies. He did this, The Green Mile. Uh, what's the Jim Carrey movie, The Majestic? Mm-hmm. Ooh, and The Mist. I kind of like that. Yeah, but you know, I don't. Uh, the Majestic's my least favorite of his films. Same dude. here. Guess what we're doing next year, Brian? I'm going to do <laughs> nah. one terrible Jim Carrey movie. Every- <laughs> it, it just, it, you know, it feels. That one feels a little forced to me. It is. It's way too forced. Like he's trying a little too hard, and the you know just like when the music comes in and all the mm. shots. This one, like the, all the emotional beats. This is a master class of a guy going. I'm gonna make this my this legacy earned. film, man. Yeah. yeah, dude. He was fucking hungry for this film. Like they they all. He was. Well, yeah. Fucking Rob Reiner originally wanted to make this movie. Yeah. I could and see he's that. Like, and he said no. Yeah. He was like, dude. I look. I'm gonna pay you 2.5 million dollars for this script. I want to direct it. And I mean, Rob Reiner done Stand By Me and Misery right. at that point. So you already know that this oh, would and look few like good a men. movie if he'd have done it. Yeah, he'd done A Few Good Men as well. Yeah, yeah. No, so he, he was, right Rob Reiner was like, hey, you know, this, this is my years before Martin Scorsese puts me in my fil- in his films. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm rolling through as a director. I'm fucking doing great. Right. Yeah. But I, I'm glad Darabont directed this, man. man yeah, me yeah, too, man. Seriously. What he, a legacy piece for him, too, man. He, he made one of the best movies yeah. ever made. I can hardly tell you. IMDb's uh, number one movie. Well, yep. Voted, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. It, look at it right All now. The we're audience. looking at nine point three fucking rating, bro. That's that's pretty high for fucking IMDb. What's, 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 Rotten, over... what's Rotten Tomatoes say, say about it? Can can you can you give me the the tomato? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if it's hundred. IMDb or not. doesn't do. Uh, it's got a meta score anymore. Yeah, they used to have Rotten Tomato. Not after Amazon bottom. What do they say? What, what do they say? Uh, 91 critics and uh, 98 audience. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, this is everybody's uni- favorite movie. Universally loved movie, man. You know, and um, I talked to somebody recently and they said, oh, I hate that movie. And I was like, what? what? I, was, I was like, I, they, they, did you they, ask why? I did. And they were like, I just, I just don't like it. I was like, you need to watch it again. You need to sit down and like really I, like you know, that's, that's I, not I an hate answer. when people say don't. like, yeah, yeah like I hate a movie and you're like, 
why? And yeah. you're like, I just I, don't like it. I could see this movie being slow for some people. If you hate it, you fucking know why you hate it. Yeah, right. like me with hating Pet Cemetery. You can hate on me all you want for hating it, Which but I can tell you why the fuck I hate it. Wrong. I mean, it's you're yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> fucking disgusting. I hate that fucking film. At least you can, uh, you know, I can articulate why it fucking ar- sucks. For articulate me. your wrong opinion, but uh... yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, it is my opinion, and in my head, it makes it right. That's right. Well, I mean, uh huh. Fucking. I, 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 I see. I mean, I was actually having a conversation. Uh, funny to bring this up with with somebody um, about three years ago, man. And we got into this conversation about uh, does do perfect movies exist? I was like, fuck yeah, perfect movies fucking exist, dude. Mm-hmm. And I listed this off as one along with like Citizen Kane, Casablanca, and you know a bunch Die of other hard. movies I love. Yeah. Oh man, Aliens. You know the, the thing stuff. I you know Die Hard. Grew up the cable on. Guy. Yeah. D- Die Hard. The, ca- the <laughs> Die Hard, the Cable Guy. Okay, no, I, the Die Hard we can agree on. <laughs> die hard, we totally agree on the Cable Guy. Uh, yeah, I that but anyway, yeah, I think Shawshank is an example of a perfect fucking movie. I think it's it flawless. Is. I think so too. Yes, I agree. You know, the only problem I kind of have, the only two little nitpick things I can even think of, only have ever entered my brain on like the fifth or sixth viewing, um, and that's just maybe the end goes on just a little too long. No, it doesn't, Brian. We, we, have we not talked about how we never want this movie to end? But, but that's just me and you in his head. <laughs> he, you know? Well, no. man, I was watching it this time, and it's just kind of like... You, you, you got the Return of the King thing, right? We're like, all right. But, 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 but that, but that also can saying. be a proxy of you've seen it so many times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I uh, even wrote that down in my notes. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. this time, I, as, as I saw Morgan Freeman walking down that little like uh, that uh, like uh, stone wall yeah, t- toward the, the big tree, I instantly thought about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, where he, him, and Robin Hood meet at the tree, yeah, oh and like goodness. you know, and that's where he's like he, he's got to pray. Yeah, yeah, he's Muslim. he doesn't help him because yeah. the kids like you know uh, Christian Slater, right? Or steal a deer, or like is that was that happened? Uh, anyways, yeah, it's one of those kids that introduces yeah. him. Like, yeah, yeah, Christian yeah, Slater. yeah, yeah. It's the but anyways, there's a stone wall in a tree. I was like, you going after the king's deer, little boy? <laughs> You dare that. to kill the king's dare? It's that guy with that real raspy uh, British voice. I love it. Oh, no. Is it, is it that guy is like... Um, you killed the king's deer. He's, he's like... The, he's sheriff like of, the sheriff's deer. That's what it was. He's like, I'll cut his heart out with a spoon. Why a spoon, cousin? Because it'll hurt more, you twit. <laughs> it's dull. It's dull. It'll hurt more, you twit. Ah, uh, you fucking guys. Man, I love that movie. What oh, are we yeah, doing in that one? Fucking oh, whatever you want. Right here. Okay, yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, as long as we can do men in tights after. I'm down with that, too. Wait, Brian doesn't really do tights. comedies, but like... Oh, dude. I don't really have a lot to say about men in tights. Uh, it's like, man, we gotta do... It's funny. We gotta do... We gotta do a Mel Brooks night, man. You know, we we gotta do that Spaceballs. My favorite Mel Brooks is Young Frankenstein. Yeah, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. Igor. Igor? Do you it's think we could Igor, do Blazing now. Saddles, Brian? Oh, my Ooh. God, yes. Let's do Blazing Saddles, because, a... you know. No. No. I was the steadiest hand in the West, but I shoot with this one. No, dude, there's a couple of scenes we wouldn't even be able to discuss in that movie. Uh, no, you have Please me on it. Please go to the YouTube channel. Nope. You have me on it. I'm a minority. I can say it. Oh, I that's get right. called the we'll N-word all the time. Everything. Yeah. No. I do really. I got called N word in front of you, you on the on that set. No, he I'm, he called you a sand 
N word, but yeah. still the N word was okay. in the sand. Yeah. That's right. Damn. I guess yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that too. He just went the N word was in the sand. <laughs> 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 it, was like, it was like it was like blown off from Iron Man. Fucking, it's like fucking yeah. racist yeah. ninjas. Man, fucking yeah, just, it's in the I, sand. It's the first bro. time I've ever seen blatant racism. Like, I know, like, man. Seriously, in and, my and, life, and, dude, we were doing 30, this... 33 years old, like yeah. blatant racism, dude. Like, it, holy, that was shit. that was a fun. That was a fun. That was our first. Day from this, uh, the that was your season. first time. The, yeah, that was his in, first time. In, in, a, in a, I've seen racist people, but like, but in, not in, in, a, a, professional in a professional setting, setting after contracts were signed. Obviously, race racist. Yeah, and then racist things were said. Yeah, it was uh, insane. Fun times, man. Yeah, we were working insane. on this. It was like see, it was the first day of this uh, season one of, of this shit, TV man. show I was producing, and we had negotiated contracts with this racist fucking ninja. Um, I wasn't there for that. Obviously, location manager did all that stuff. But then when we showed up on set, his first words to me were like, where are you from? <laughs> we, we, we immediately um, went like, um, <laughs> hey, let's start looking for other locations. <laughs> and hey, then boy. Our, and then our, our where are you from? Uh, then our Do you just got up. a good tan? I know, right? Like, yeah, I can. Where do you, you tan, boy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your mama's house. Uh, she got one nice tanning You use one of them sitting up or sitting laying down tanning babe. <laughs> oh, hey, so you know what? You know what? Let's, let's take that conversation and circle it back. Why do you think everyone respected Red even though he was black? Because he's a man who could get things. There you go. Why can't he get things, though? Well, I mean, does racism, I mean, really exist well, once you're in the prison? Fuck yes. yes. That's fuck where the yeah, sisters they, come they, from, They, man. they, they didn't really about? show that in this movie where you got, like, the skinheads. They hint the at it, though. But the, 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 sisters, you know, the sisters are skinheads. They well, hint at it. Yeah, but, but like, there, there's not, like, a like if, if you look at, like, Orange is the New Black, you've got, like. You got the clans. You've got, you've got, you've got like, yeah. the, the, it's more like, ra- like, you know, you've got, like, the I'm not talking about in regular prison populations. I'm talking about in this movie. Like you don't really no, no. see skinheads in this film. You're not. No, I mean other than the sisters. And like, yeah. nobody, you're right. Nobody treats Red differently. No. I mean, no, granted the, in the, 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 the book, yeah. it's a white guy. It uh, is, yeah, yeah he's a Irish white. Irish guy. And, he, yeah. and he gets called a the N word in his seats. Like we worked like, and I was like, Stephen King likes throwing this word around a lot. Yes, he does. Different times, man. Different times. Read some Cujo, bro. Is it real bad? Rough, man. Fucking rough. Are, are you saying that because that's what the Cujo says? Rough. Rough. <laughs> this book is rough. <laughs> Cujo is actually really... I, yeah. I, I love that. It's I love that movie, too. Yeah. Uh, Yonder Bunt. But yeah, no, man. I mean, I um, I don't know, man. I, I just... Morgan Freeman in this fucking film. And, I mean, casting is fucking phenomenal. Oh, I, dude, I don't think everybody. any other actor... Dude, but he, yes, everyone's great. The war, every, Everyone is great. Oh, yeah. No, the Clancy Warden, Brown every, as every, the fucking guard. Oh, Henley. my God, yes, dude. Everyone's so great. Good. But those two, those two, do you think this film would be as endearing and as loved without those two actors playing those two characters? No. I don't think it would. No, seriously, it's 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 the the, the strength of, of, of them. I can't see anyone characters. else in there. Man, look, I'll be honest. I I don't think you could replace Morgan Freeman because no. now I've seen him and Red's character has so much vo. Yeah, like Morgan Freeman just adds to that. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, so much. He elevates the entire thing. Tim, Tim Robbins, Robbins, man, I don't know. I, I I could see other people playing that part. I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm impartial, Tim Rob. We, uh, Brian I and I really almost. I mean, had... no, he's really good, but yeah. I mean, there's nothing. Have you that... seen Jacob's Ladder? 
Hey, dude. No, no we're no, not talking fucking about movie. fucking Jacob's Ladder. That I love that movie. I'm just saying, like, fuck you, Wyatt. What? I'm you kidding. are. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, my God. God. I'm kidding. We're talking about just, Tim I, Robbins' I, performances, I, I, and that's I, one of the most amazing performances. I knew both of you guys are going to be like, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No, no I know, man. man. Dude, Tim Robbins I think is fucking Tim Robbins great. did an amazing dude. job in this. This and, and that and then War of the Worlds, his little weird little role in there. He's so fucking good in that. Mystic River. Mystic River. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, dude. Tim Robbins is a baller, dude. Dude, we almost had him in our film. He's not a good actor. I'm just saying, I guess. We Tim Robbins in our film. The reason I haven't done my feature film yet is we waited on his ass for a year to give us commitment. <laughs> then he bailed out. Jesus, that would have been amazing. I can just I see a, a different actor playing I mean, that role. I see, you I know see what, what you're saying. Like uh, you could have, you could have you, you put someone else in there. Yeah. Okay. But, who, I don't know, man. Who He's else so was going to play that role that got offered? Um, uh, Tom Hanks was offered the part. Mm-hmm. Of course, he actually came back and worked with Darabont for Green Mile. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't do it. Cause I can Tom see Brendan Fraser in that Tom role. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dude! Did you say Brendan Fraser? Yeah, what, he he did Encino Man at that point. Yeah, man. No, he hasn't done that anything era. at that point. What the fuck? No, man. He was like with fucking Polly Shore, <laughs> the weasel. Um, I mean, oh, yeah, he's I, a weasel. I could kind of see Kevin Costner in that role. Yeah, uh, but he, was, he was doing Waterworld. Yeah, too, I mean, I could, I could totally. He, he was see too that. big for that role at the time. I think Tom, Tom Cruise. Yeah, it, it was yeah. not a big budget. So twenty-five yeah. million. Yeah. Yeah, ninety four. Imagine, yeah. but like with everything they were doing, man, like so fucking pretty. Like they did Dude, I know. so much amazing camera fucking stuff. Roger in this. Deacons, like, man. It's like it's, it's, it's really yeah, amazing yeah. visual storytelling. The, th- the, the you, editing and the pacing—it's yeah. all amazing. Do, do you think that's a proxy of Frank Darabont, or do you think that's uh, um, uh, him going? You know what, Roger Deakins, such a badass. You you come up with the shot list. I'm just going to direct the act. I don't know. It's told to, through editing so well. I think that it was sculpted that way, like you know, mm-hmm. through the shots. I, I don't. I don't think there was a lot of on the fly shit. Well, they actually the whole beginning of the film was originally supposed to be completely two separate scenes where you were going to see Andy uh, drinking outside of his house and right. parallel and cuts gonna, into the action. Well, that it parallel cuts now, yeah. Yeah, but it originally it was supposed to be completely two separate scenes where you were going to see him leave, throw away the gun, which you never see in the finished cut. I like that. that because they ran it. out of time. Yeah. They had one night to shoot all that stuff, and Frank Darabont on the commentary was like, you know, I, I just got so scared. Um, you know, we were running out of time. He's like, I just shot everything with Tim. Everything with his face is what they got that night. And all the extra stuff, all the cut-ins, everything with his hands. That's pickups? That's all pickups. No way. Get the fuck out those of here. Those are an amazing job. Those are Frank Darabont's hands. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, are you ev- serious? Yeah. No shit. All of the close-ups and inserts, none of those oh, are the actors. Dude, see, when I hear stories like that, I'm like... I'm never going to make it as a director. Why not? Bullshit. Dude, no, you, you go in, you shit, see it. It's, 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 it's like when Zemeckis was making fucking, fucking Back to the Future. Brilliant. He's like, you know what we need right here? We need a close-up of this right here, and we can go make this happen, right? And they go, and they fucking do it. And then, yeah, uh, but it they makes shot the it scene. on the back lot. I know. And they it was easier for him. It was easy him. to just grab the camera yeah. and go in there and do that shit. But like, <laughs> well, I mean, they were, they were kind of e- It was Things were easy on them because they were shooting in one prison location. That's true, yeah. Um, now, the main cell block was built in a warehouse. That was not actually a prison. That was a set. Yeah, the really? two the two floor one where him and uh, yeah, well it's three yeah. floors. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah wow. you don't ever see the catwalk yeah. and yeah. all that. Like, but but everything else, fucking set they built. Yeah, the, the library, the showers, all that stuff. That was actual prison. That was on location. Yeah. yeah. Isn't wow, that, isn't that That's crazy? Amazing. Really fucking authentic. Yeah. yeah, all the exteriors. Yeah. And dude, you want to talk about the exteriors when they're shooting this shit in the prison yard? Man, you cannot find a single fucking shot without the prison wall in the background. Mm-hmm. 
It is constantly Dude, there. They it's are a just, fucking giant compound, man. Well, they're just putting it in yeah, every yeah. single shot to remind you, like, these guys are walled in. Right. Yeah. They do not have a and, and not, not to mention, if I'm the line producer and I paid that much to get into that fucking prison, I'm like, right. guess what? You get as much value as you can, motherfucker. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that first time that you see the, like, the helicopter shot over, it's it, like immaculately framed. It's not yeah. as smooth as we could get today as far as like wobbliness well, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But, but, but So you have to kind of look past that. But the composition of how it goes over and then like it comes out just out. Like you said, it kind of goes down the wall. And, and, and then, and then, then, then it lands and then all, people, and all the people like, coming out. And then it what, yeah. rotates itself uh, down into like, so oh my sexy, God, this fucking man. shot is amazing. How I many know. times did they do this? Fucking like, you imagine like, okay, everybody back inside. No, you know, probably... Probably one yeah. and done. I'll tell you what. It costs $25,000 per flyover on those things. I guarantee you that was a one and done. <laughs> yeah, that was their production designer <laughs> came up with shit. that shot. Really? Yeah. Fucking nailed it, dude. Oh, that's such a They were on location, uh, awesome. it location the scouting. Whole thing, and he was like, yeah, you know, you, you should introduce this with a helicopter shot. Darabont was like, you're right. We should. <laughs> Wait, we can do that, right? We will. Hi. Man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Roger Deakins was, man, like, just really instrumental in in helping those, like, because they reuse a lot of the same locations over and over again. Yeah. You're always in the prison yard. You're right. in the cafeteria a lot. Yeah, but it, but, it still feels fresh because they play the move them around. Yeah. And, and he does. And you know what? He plays a lot with his lighting. Um, it's a little bit softer in, like, 47, 48. And then when you get into the 50s and when you get into Elvis uh, lookalike kid, you know, uh, gets a little bit harsher, so like when he's meeting with the warden outside, those are like really harsh uh, evening lights rather than the other right, ones yeah. where they're usually like more even. Do you get know what I'm saying? Right. Um, man, he uh, I don't know, man. He differentiated all the all the uh, decades with right. his lighting. You know, not shot selection. I, he still kept it consistent, but it's just yeah. The, I didn't I didn't even notice that. The, the I, I will say that the, the outside bit, shot awesome. where they where they kill the kid, yeah. or, or uh, I didn't like the coverage like lighting on that. Yeah. It, I, yeah, I I, I, I like I liked it. I like really? the coverage. Like, yeah, like, they, they did, it like, says more with fewer shots to me than uh, it builds tense. He's it, cr- it, it man, he's, yeah. he's being a little influenced by Goodfellas here. Yeah, like, but, but, it's a little bit of Goodfellas love, man. Yeah, I gotta see that. I don't know. Like you know, yeah. like when they're uh, the outside the peak, uh, yeah. with the behind the car digging mm-hmm. out the dead body and how that's kind of lit with the tail light. Yeah. No, this is this you is know? like a like like that uh, the warden's in like a spotlight, completely lit. Yeah, lit but, but the other source. kid's not it, that, that. But when you see the turnaround, it's not that it doesn't match. Is what I'm saying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're no, just like you know. just just watching it for lighting. I was like, the, these shots don't match. It's interesting uh, the way they did it. Eh. I'm okay I mean, with it. Well, because it's, it was two different I, I sources. Like... Because you remember uh, they had to make the kid look like he's about to escape, so the spotlight hit him up. So that's that, that's part of why. On the on the reverse on that. So when Clancy Brown, uh, his shot when he's actually going to shoot him, I love he's that. He's in though, silhouette man. and then he steps back into the light. No, that's yeah. sexy. No, no I, I like that, that nice low angle. I'm talking yeah. about the coverage of the know, two of them down there talking yeah. right there. I don't like yeah. that. I, I, lo- I love yeah. that punching though. I, I yeah. like it. I don't know, man. What, what did you guys think about the relationship between the kid and uh, Andy Dufresne? Uh, with him, you know, look, I've been imprisoned. I, don't, I didn't have a chance to have my own kid or whatever it is. And you have this character come in, and um, he really tries to be like a father figure to him and, and, and a mentor, right? In terms of like, don't be a shithead. You have a kid outside. Here, take your fucking scores. Get your GED, you know? I didn't like it the first time I watched it. I can tell yeah. you that. I remember that. Just thinking like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? That, that's this the only part felt forced off. in the film, yeah. But no, I mean, it comes back. Once you yeah. figure out that the kid has the story yeah. of like, oh, this guy knows for a fact that Andy right. is innocent. Yeah. That's a huge thing, man. And that's, he, that's Andy's last hope. Yeah. Like, is, like yeah. He, he was his hope. Like, like, it says that he's helped some other people 
uh, get the GED beforehand because he comes up to him and he's like, hey, man, I heard th- that you, you've helped some of the other guys yeah. that get their like a high school equivalency test. And he's like, I don't work with losers, bro. Uh-huh. Like, no, no, he was, you know, he was like, ain't no fucking yeah. loser. I mean, I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? Great hand I mean, glass. Me, like, you know, me and Brian can attest to that. It's like, you know, that, that tough love father shit, you know? It's yeah. like, nah, you go do this shit on your own. I don't fucking have time for your ass, <laughs> right. you know? You, you and then you come around, you you're like, it. you know, yeah. And then, I don't know, man, I... The first time I was a little off put like Brian, but then second, third watching, I'm like, fuck, I love that relationship between them, man. No, I mean, I it turned out really well. Once, once the scene goes on, I mean, it clues you in. But well, at first viewing, you are kind of hit with like, what, what the, the hell fuck? is right, this? It's but very it, off of. But it also shows the Andy gets thrown down in the hole for two months and, it, and like one of the guards comes down and tells him, he's like, hey, the kid passed C plus average. You know, it kind of shows that even everybody is getting behind Andy and what he's trying mm-hmm. to do, even the guards. So yeah. and just the warden's still being a cunt, but, like, you know, uh, ev- everybody's kind of... Loving Andy's attitude yeah. and what he's contributing to their own little society. Yeah, he's actually changing things. Uh, and, and the when reason- he gets his little books in and that one yeah. guard gives him a little smile, and <laughs> then Henley's like... Wait, what the fuck? Are you smiling for this motherfucking inmate? I will fucking whoop your ass. Yeah. But then he has to whisper, whisper, good for you, Andy. Yeah, I know. And then he's like, I'm going to keep riding. He's like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> I'm going to keep riding. <laughs> but like, the funny thing is, like, he gets that little win. <laughs> yeah. And so all, the, all, the, all these books and shit arrive, and then that, that guard goes, good for you, Andy. And he's like, cool, man. Be sure to get all this shit out of here before he comes back. I'm going to go t- drop a deuce or uh, pinch one off or whatever he says and then instantly Andy's like well I guess I'm gonna play some fucking music for the whole fucking prison oh, yeah, man. seems he like he's kind of like the... shooting himself in the foot right there I, know. I don't care much for that scene that scene's not oh, in the book that is my favorite fucking scene in the film well, it looks man like, like this hopefulness for, throughout it's the entire little, place it, it, it it's is. a slight pretentious and for, even it, for one moment but, every but, man but, in but Shawshank felt so, like a free man yeah, but, so here's the thing him and I talked about that before we started the podcast and so here's the thing so there's some movies like for example The Witch fucking Brian loves it right and mm-hmm. I fucking hate it because his connection to it is like fuck can you imagine having your family and you go fucking live out there in the fucking woods and all that cre- and I don't see it that way because I don't have any kids right on this one though I'll tell you that. Why well, he's a heartless bastard. He's like, I cannot sympathize with, <laughs> with somebody with children. With children. Fuck, Fuck children. Kids. All right. So, but with that scene, here's why I fucking loved it so much. Because, so when I immigrated here, I lived in a studio apartment that's like 400 fucking square feet total. I had zero fucking friends whatsoever. And like, I had no money when I came here. The only money I had, I spent on two CDs, one for Mozart and one for Beethoven, and I would fuck it. So I was, in a way, in my own little hole, like Andy Dufresne, fucking listening to goddamn Magic Flute, you know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, when I saw that scene in that fucking film, I was like, I totally get you, bro. They can't fuck with you in your head. And, yeah, and that's a good line that he says. He, yeah, he's like, you know, it's it's here. He's like, I had Mozart to keep me at. Would you drag that record player down to the hole with you? And he's like, no, man. I got it in here. And then he points his I head love. in his chest. He's like, and in here, he and points he, at his heart. And dude, and that's the thing. You, you know, people can oppress you and be, you can be stripped away from so much shit. And, and, and as long as you have, as long as you know who you are on the inside, you can still persevere. And that's like, right. that's why I love that scene so much. That is definitely, that scene and him crawling through shit to freedom are my two very favorite fucking scenes in the whole he's like, film. <laughs> vomiting. He's like, <laughs> They make a joke Andy, of it. Andy Dufresne's vomit story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I crawled two football oh, fields of vomit. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think he gets a pass, though. I, everybody would probably vomit. Oh, my that. God, oh, dude. Oh, dude, I would be throwing up everywhere. Dude, yeah, instantly vomiting. Yeah. 
Hey, yeah. but but you know the 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 goal you're trying to get to with the weight loss. If you crawl through that shit, <laughs> but every by day or not, you would have been there. I've got to, I've got to do a 500 yard dash through shit every day. <laughs> but that, wait, this this is just like uh, this is shit smelling uh, bulimia, guys. This yeah. is what this is. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. You guys ever heard of a jinkum? Right. No, no, no. So there was no. this thing that people were doing a while back where they would take uh, bottles and then they would piss and shit in them and then they oh, would put... Oh, dude, that's gross, and man. Then, and then they would put a balloon over oh. the top of it and let it ferment and oh. then when that would... F- and the gases would why, fill why the balloons. Stop, stop. Why would you tell us that? Oh. Well, hold on. It gets worse. And then they would hit that. They would like... Oh. That's right. They would suck that They would suck shit. that shit in. Piss air in. As a way... You're like, dude... I don't care how bad you want to get off oh. or like do drugs. It's never worth that. Oh like, my god! How the bad fuck? does your fucking life need to be dude, to be like inhaling? Dude, dude this motherfucker was in vapors. prison for like thirty years. He didn't do that shit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It'd be funny if he got in that pipe though and he got real high. He's like, oh, oh my shit. god, I'm as high as I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, got, you guys ever seen that? That's gross. <laughs> you guys ever seen the uh, Family Guy episode where they made fun of this uh, movie and? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter Griffin was crawling through the shit and he's like oh they had burrito night tonight <laughs> oh my god oh my fucking god uh, but okay that's nasty <laughs> so, so, here's, so here's the thing that's so, nasty so, that's gross okay mm. we're talking about pretentious here's one thing that I, I did think was a tiny bit pretentious okay so you got this guy who's a banker on the outside comes in you know studious he's he's very uh, book smart and all that stuff how the fuck did he know about geology and the rocks? And it knew, he knew it was going to take him 20 years. I know they he explained was a rock it in the hound. film. I know. They were like, you know, that's why he made those. Uh, he was a college educated man. No, wow. he, he, even in the book, he, he talks about he, he's a rock hound. He's, he, he, was interested, he was interested in geology as a, as a hobby. Again, it goes back to the Mary Sue complaint. Um, yeah. If you yeah, he can believe, do no wrong. Yeah. 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 If, if you believe into that. Yeah. Anyways, but you know but the posters, dude. That that whatever. scene, that scene when the warden comes in, he's a uh, mythical figure, man. Uh, you know the the obtuse, sorry, acute uh, <laughs> uh, warden when he comes in, right. and uh, he's like, "I want him found now, not after breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> now." And he takes his rocks like, "Which one big conspiracy?" And he's it goes like, rocks at everybody. And dude, that that fucking shot inside and the music that all oh, that music right there so oh amazing. my fucking god man when he like reaches through the yeah, poster yeah yeah and he oh like rips it yeah oh dude I fucking that, that scene is so well put together Stephen King hates that shot with the tunnel why he said it looked like a, a wildly uh, coyote uh, like yeah, tunnel fu- through it like wrong. it was a unitur- like, like unitunes uh. he, he, even red red <laughs> he's slightly out of focus and he and he's like looking over the dude's shoulder and he's looking in he's like oh my god he's got that arched like, eyebrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that shot it's amazing no what the fuck yeah. is wrong with Stephen King? Why does he always have to find something wrong with something? Cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Cocaine <laughs> is a bitch. Well, he was an alcoholic well, for a long time. you know, time, I mean, come yeah. on, man. It's, you know, it's his story. I mean, if you're, you're going to be critical. He had a, he's had Jeez. a certain I'm okay. You know. Jesus Christ. But the only films he fucking directed of his own shit suck balls. So, like, he Maximum really doesn't overdrive. fucking have any room to fucking suck balls. speak, Let's, let's back up now. I mean, that's that's a masterpiece, bro. I what, mean, Maximum Overdrive? Yeah, dude. I mean, look, guys. What? Guys, at... How many right. movies have you ever seen somebody murdered, all right, by Coke cans, all right? I thought you were about to say a, 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 a steamroller because I was going to say Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, mm. that's true. It's a lot better. But it wasn't a little kid screaming for his life. No, but it was like Christopher Lloyd going, 
which was almost just as terrifying. Alrighty. Uh, all we know now is Brian loves uh, Stephen King's farts and uh, asshole and everything. No, so. man, I've just seen Maximum Overdrive a whole lot. It's a it's a guilty pleasure, dude. I mean, look, when a director is like, "Hey, I want ACDC to do my entire fucking soundtrack," I mean, something we don't I, do soundtracks. I, I, no, no, listen, listen, <laughs> do I it. Get, I get it. Mean Girls and Jackass Part Two are some of my favorite films of all time. They're up there with Amadeus. Okay, I'm not, I'm not so, saying this is one of my favorite I, films, bro. I'm Jackass just saying I have, a, two. I have a special place. One. Part two. Is that the okay. one where they're like butt chugging? Yes. So <laughs> I get it. I get where you're going from. But like, uh, fucking Stephen King, man. His, look, look, just because I have guilty appreciation films, doesn't mean it's one of my favorite movies. I'm sorry. Like, dude, he's a brilliant fucking writer. And dare I say, even when he adapts his own stuff, it's not that bad screenplay wise. But like, fuck, man, you're sitting there saying The Shining sucked. Suck a dick, dude. Come on. I think Frank Darabont, uh, hands down, best shot, but best, the best guy. Yeah. Go through and add up. Adapt. Do, yeah, uh, do screen yeah. adaptations of his work. Yeah. I think yeah. so. I think so too. I agree. I agree. And 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 it, as far as we're comparing stuff, adaptations, um, this film uh, from the source material is way better adapted than The Shining. In in terms of being true to that, uh, obviously two, Very diff- faithful. two different worlds, to everything. Yes, it is faithful. But like, look, yeah, there is a lot of stuff that changed. We were talking about Brooks, you know, character Bro- got extended. Yeah, but that, about that, the that warden, was, it's the same. That was adding the themes to because you're visual, it is. It is. and, and that's, yeah. a very, that's what makes it a good adaptation. Right, it, it builds on that world, not take away from. It wasn't it. a selfish ad. It wasn't exactly. like you know, it, it, everything that they Does did it served the totally, story or yeah, not. It totally served the, the, the tone yes. of the story. Yeah. yeah, and so man, I've just. This is still one of my favorite. Like, if someone comes up and says, "I'm gonna uh, uh, redo this film," like we're gonna reimagine this film. No, don't I'm, do I'm that. gonna hire Hitman. No, we're, to, like, we're gonna do the go sequel. Kill him. I'm we're not gonna reimagine. No, it. It, okay, I don't know. You could do you could do a reimagining with like no. females. Yes, I can see that. I can see that, but it would have Think to be. It. it would yeah, have yeah, to be yeah, like yeah, yeah. French Revolution in the 1800s. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be badass. That would be badass. We call it tits and subtitles. We call that Count of Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I really like that. Uh... Which, th- that was a bad adaptation of a fucking source material from <laughs> Alexandre Dumbass. <laughs> I like that Kevin Reynolds uh, Count of Monte Cristo. Uh, with, uh, with, with Guy with Pierce? Pierce? Yeah. Uh, it was Jim good. Jim until... I like that, I like man. That. I, I, it was good until he had that sword fight, man. It just seemed... Uh, it was, I... uh, those, you can't shoot fucking action wide to wide shot answer and question fucking shot yeah. ah, motherf- some of those guys don't need to be fucking directing action <laughs> and they're really good fucking source material directors don't, bring them an action no, director don't not look man be like Paul Greengrass no, 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 bring no, you no. a fucking good second dude, unit director talk, no I cannot let you talk up shit about Kevin Reynolds man come uh, on that dude is great guys, I love him guys I liked it better when it was remade as uh, Man in the Iron Mask oh that was awful. I mean, come on, right? Uh, Leo, no, mask. man, come no. on. I like Kevin no. I mean, <laughs> I the, the man with the iron mask was awesome because I like that movie though. Hey, I liked all those fucking hey, every single yeah. you, musketeer that, movie they that, made. I like that film was great because you know Leonardo DiCaprio looked sexy and gorgeous in that. Yeah, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck yeah. DiCaprio in that movie. Fucking that. Jeremy Irons, dude. Oh my god, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Dude, and anything. And Gabriel Bryan. Fuck and uh, yeah. Yeah. Gerard de Perdue. Yeah, oh, Gerard man. de Perdue. Yeah, with the big nose, the French. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, uh, we are fucking nerds. Uh, <laughs> um, I, okay, well, look. I, you're, got, you're on a podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do, do got I, I to talk about this one, one specific side. We already brought up the scene, um, but it's, it's that scene where, when he just gets out of the hole from playing the music, right? Mm-hmm. And he's talking. It's that huge part where he talks about hope. 
Right. Oh, and, yeah. And Morgan Freeman tells like, him, like, hope is sitting on the wall. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. When they're sitting around and he I'm just gets out of the hole. And he's talking to Mor- Morgan Freeman. They're having the conversation about music. And they it's talk the first about time the, he goes in the hole, then. No, it's just no. It's the second it's time he goes time. in the hole. Is it? Yeah, because yeah. the warden adds it. Yeah, is that the one reason there for two months? Because I thought after that mm-hmm. they, they they had that talk when they were at the wall. Because he he been oh. there for two months and he's sitting in the shadow of the yeah, wall. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's it's the scene when they're all sitting there. They're talking about the harmonica. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. And then uh, it goes into like hope can be a dangerous thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, right. you know, hope hope will drive you crazy. Man, the way that shot is, it starts off just like all the other scenes. It's this nice, big dolly dolly shot. But then I love how the scene slowly, even though everybody is sitting at this table, it just slowly becomes yeah. between Tim Robbins just, yeah. and Morgan Freeman. And the way they end up covering that, these really nice, like, three shots, uh, you know, coverage of these two guys. And, and the, there'd be, like, three or four guys in, in the answer shots, and the you know, the over-the-shoulders. But they're slowly pushing in mm-hmm. to where you get to the end of the scene and you're just it's ending just in these yeah. close-ups. It's just on their faces, yeah. I love that. So good. And you go back and you watch all of these, uh, all of the subtle, setups. You know, you know, yeah, it's really subtle, man. I mean, that's that's the thing. You know, that that I guess I didn't respond well to the movie is it's done so well. Everything looks effortless. Yeah. In this yeah, movie, yeah, it just looks everything looks so easy, they, and it's like, oh, of course it's that way. They they had a really, well, no shit. Yeah. It, they were telling the, the story with yeah. the camera, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and I'll tell you what, back then, um, you'd have a timer on set that was under the scripty, and they, they would time the shots with the, how long the dialogues are and all that stuff. Oh and no, that they, person did a fucking really good job. on No, that. they had they recorded. Um, this is fucking insane. They actually recorded Morgan Freeman all, while they were on set. Oh, his voiceover to time out the shots? Mm-hmm. Yep, and they yeah. played it back on set. But the problem is, is when they got the voiceover that they recorded, it was really hissy in this, I don't know, this prison room. And they were shooting one of the rooms in the prison. Yeah. Oh, so there was an echo delay? Well, no, there wasn't an echo delay, but there was just hiss on the tape because they were going to actually use that VO oh, in the movie. Right, so they had to go back and do it again. They had to go back and get him to come in and record it. It took what originally... You do realize I'm going to have to charge more for this. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> what, what originally took like an hour for him to read ended yeah. up taking them like a week yeah, to get back. To like, yeah, fucking yeah, time. time it correctly. Yeah. That Dude, that's a thing too, man. And a Frank Darabont's fucking... on like, man, he's yeah. like, once you use an actor and they go through something once, he's like... They don't uh... want to do it again too, man. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, getting back to that sweet spot where you yeah. just, it dude, takes a while. I'll tell you what, man. Once an actor is done with the material, they are fucking done. They don't want to do it, man. They well, just, Morgan Freeman did done. not have a good time on this set. He didn't? No, he is quoted as saying like he got really pissed at Frank Darabont mm-hmm. uh, the number of takes. He thought, yeah, he thought, he's like, this, this, this motherfucker doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> he was making a fucking masterpiece, bro. He was sitting there going, uh, <laughs> he literally, I think he even said like to Frank Darabont on set is like, what are you getting that's different? <laughs> I'm doing the same shit. He's doing the same shit. This guy's doing the same shit. What is? What are you getting different? Really mad. He's like, and poor Frank. It's, it's on like, camera side, sir. You just keep doing what you're doing. That's why I always do. Yeah. By, by, by the time we get to a third take with an actor, yeah, I always go. I, I pull my AC aside. I'm like, you're about to fucking be thrown under the bus. I'm sorry. I'll give you a hundred bucks extra. <laughs> No nah, man, that, hey, that that makes more sense in their head though. We buzz the focus. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not totally. on you. You were fucking great. Would you please do that? It's exactly all smoke the and same. Mirrors and lies. First movie, man. Is this yeah. first movie? 
What are you going to do? But, dude, I mean, uh, yeah, but it's not like they didn't, like, really fucking have overages and shit. It's not like fucking Ridley Scott on Blade Runner, you know? It was, like, three months over fucking schedule and $28 million over budget. No, you know that's what I'm true. saying? No, he, he, no, he, he came kept in it budget. in. But you know what? You know, he was like, fuck, I need a couple of extra takes for my performance, man. Well, why didn't Frank Darabont go, excuse me, Mr. Freeman, how much money are you making on this? Can you shut the fuck up and hit your uh, mark and say you're lying? Man, Please. he like, Freeman wasn't. He didn't get paid that much on this. Man. Yeah. That. Yeah. And that's why they have agents, bro. Because you know what? They'll just go in their fucking honey wagon, and then their agent and you will have to talk. And that I think, ain't a fun fucking talk. Look, dude, I got yelled at by Charisma Carpenter for asking for five minutes extra past mm-hmm. lunch. Oh yeah, I got yelled at in yeah. front of the entire set. Yeah, you asked for Grace, and she's like, "Fuck you, bitch." <laughs> Just like, no, no. That was in my contract. It was stated very clearly, no thank you, goodbye, mm-hmm. we will come back in 30 minutes. Wow. Well, it's like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, keep your All mouth right. shut. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Here's what I always said. If you want to have a successful film, especially if you're a first-time director, right. you have to have three really, really, really good things, okay? You have to have a fantastic first AD, a phenomenal first AC, and a really good scripty. And guess what? You'll fly through, and you'll get it done on time. Yeah. If you don't have those three, you're fucked. Totally agree with that. Especially because it's your first one. You're going to have fucking line producers up your ass. You're going to have creative producers up your ass because all of them are failed directors trying to fucking direct. <laughs> and they'll be like, this fucker's guy, man. This is his first fucking movie. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, disagree with you. I mean, all the producers I work with, that's, you know, that's what I think. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? I, I, I come, just kidding, just kidding. I come from the old school world of. I never uh, get work again. Directors do produce as well. Hey, it's cool, man. You can, you can call me a fucking dickhead producer. I'll still hire you. I love you. No one can edit like Brian can. So, but challenge accepted. Why he's like, all right. Mm. Now you're at the curb. Oh yeah. No. All right, guys. Are we at the rating section? I here? think we are, are we? Brian. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is a 10 for me. I'm going to go ahead and just give it a 10. I'm going to say it's a perfect movie. Yeah. It's one of those movies like uh, Casablanca, Bridge in the River Kwah. Die Hard. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, it's like Die Hard, but you know, I don't want to like just throw it right there because it doesn't give me the feels. Right. You know? Man, Die Hard gives me all the feels. Wait, you're saying Die Hard gives you more feels than this movie? No, I'm saying this movie gives me more feels than Die Hard. Like, Die Hard gives okay. me like... I get excitement from Die Hard. Yeah, dude, when he comes down, he's like, Hans! At the end, and he's all like, and you're like, oh, it's about to go down. You fist pump, and you know, I'm like, I'm laughing. You fist fist pump on this, too, when he crawls through two football fields of shit. I'm crying like a little clean on the other side. Crying like a child, man. I'm crying like a little baby. You just took away my candy, dude. That's an emotional fist pump, Brian. I'm not fist pumping there, dude. I'm just crying in the back. So that's good. So you give it a 10. Yeah. For all around story, everything. Yeah, no, this is this is a this technicalities. Is, I think this is a perfect yeah. movie, man. I yeah, so. I mean, perfect. Jared, I give it a six. It's what? kind of like just over mediocre. Um, You're fucking. Nah, I am totally us. fucking yeah. with you, no, man. I'm this like, is fuck you. You gave Pet <laughs> Cemetery six and a half, you dick. <laughs> no, this is a this is definitely a ten, man. This is one of my all time favorite movies. Um, this is one of those movies from my childhood. You know, it's, I don't know, man. I've seen, like I said, I've seen this movie more than most movies, and uh, yeah, it's a perfect movie. Outside Jackass 2 and Amadeus, this is a 10 for me, too. <laughs> and, uh, and Mean Girls. <laughs> so fetch. This is a 10. Um, and even 100%. Jeremy Benson said this was a 10. He, that's right. He made sure to... Yeah. 
<laughs> to relay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He texted us and was like, by the way, I would have rated it a 10. <laughs> Even though I know, I think Brian's going to rate it a 7. <laughs> and, and, and I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, this is definitely a fucking 10. This uh, is a great fucking movie. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap up the show. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You guys can get in touch with us by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. And crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E. Extra E. Hashtag extra E. At the end of crew. At gmail.com. And guys, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. And give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts That's from. right. Tuned in. Overcast. <laughs> all those great all those places. Things. Wahid, where can the audience follow you, sir? Um, all social media at WA Films. There you go. Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at ElkinsEdits. We're going to be closing out the show with a little bit of Thomas Newman's score. We're going to be playing track number 14 titled Sisters, and we're going to be playing track 21, End Titles. I think that gives us a little bit of all the good themes. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, even though it's sisters and it's and I was it's just wondering rape, about that. You're trying to get me all hot and bothered? Sisters well, in man, it's actually, it's actually a really uplifting, like, good <laughs> piece of music. Yeah, but because that's when they finally fuck up the sisters. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, here you go. Thomas Newman. Enjoy. Bye.